In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm a bad hiding spot in your backyard. My name's Evan. I'm the Dadus Ex Machina, and I'm Ronnie. Ending Pending is a podcast where we review television shows that have only lasted for a single season. If you cannot tell from Ronnie and Evan's beautiful hints, we are currently covering the show Frequency, which is based off the movie Frequency, which is starring Jesus Christ and um, Clark Kent's dad, I think. What? Jim Caviezel and uh, that dude. Dances with uh, wolves. Russell, not Russell Crowe. Dances with wolves. The bad, um, the bad Robin Hood. The bad. Robin. What's his name? Kevin what's Costner. His... Kevin, yeah. Kevin Costner. I don't even think that's right. To be honest, Whoop. now that we've Whoop. said his name out loud. No, that's that guy my mom loves. Yeah, but I don't think he's the one in Frequency. Okay. What? what my mom loves Jim... Kevin Costner. You were right about what? Kevin Costner, but I don't okay. think he's the dude. Anyway, what was Caviezel we... Jesus in? He was Jesus Christ in the the Passion. Passion of the Christ? Yes. Am, okay, here's a fun fact. I know Mel Gibson was involved with that. I think up until this moment, I thought that Mel Gibson played Jesus. <laughs> that no. sounds like something Mel Gibson would do. Mel, so you you can does. be forgiven for thinking Mel that. Gibson is only the hands that crucify Jesus in that movie. Got you. That is his only on-screen appearance, is just his hands. Oh. That's too much Mel Gibson for me. That's a yeah. little fun Jesus fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson crucified Jesus. There you go. Anyway, uh. Uh, before we get into frequency, <laughs> and before we talk any more about Jim Caviezel, uh, I have a question for you guys. Hit us. What is something valuable that you've lost? Oh. Oh. Because oh. I lost something valuable five minutes ago when I had the wrong <laughs> microphone selected. <laughs> and you lost your good, good actual bit. Yeah. So our new, new bit is what's something valuable you've lost? Uh, that's um, a good question. I'm going to say my appendix and six of my teeth. You got to stop just bare knuckle brawling babe i'm getting concerned <laughs> i'm getting real fucking concerned i want to see the fight that you have to get in to lose your appendix <laughs> it was with a goddamn alley bear those are uh-huh. bears that only live in alleys right and he had a scalpel and he was, was just like no holds barred it was fucking nuts okay but yeah i can't think of anything more valuable to me than bits of than my body own parts. body <laughs> what about you ronald something valuable you've lost um, when I was a kid and, uh, losing teeth was like a big deal. Um, I, I realize now that this is exactly what Evan just said <laughs> in, in teeth, teeth, but I was ready to put under my pillow and I was playing with my, uh, my super duper cool, uh, Batmobile. I think it was from, um, Batman Begins it was from the, is, is that the Tim Burton one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever the Tim Burton was, it was like that one, and the Batmobile lit up and all, and it was super cool. And I dropped my tooth right inside of it, and I could never get it out. And so I never got any money from the tooth fairy. Are pieces of your bone still in that Batmobile? Probably. 
That's Unless hardcore. they came out at like a really weird time and after a kid got it from the thrift shop and then was like horrified. Ah, ah. Oh. How dare um, you think I would ever give up one of my childhood toys that is sitting in my closet right now? Oh okay. Then your tooth is still in it, then you haven't it lost is. your tooth. Uh, I'm I like, didn't I'ma get a quarter tonight. I didn't count any of my baby teeth because they were inferior temporary teeth. All my six teeth that I had to have removed because of my Bare tiny knuckle brawling. My tiny mouth that impacted all of them were grown up superior teeth. My answer was better. Um, for me, something valuable that I've lost is the Star Wars Legends continuity. Hashtag down with Kathleen Kennedy. Hashtag the real fan resistance. Um, I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, the valuable... Th- that, that stuff was shit. Star Wars is better now. Um, the valuable thing that I've lost is probably my faith, but I'm not nearly drunk enough to like get into that right now. And this podcast has to be way happier than that. You got dark with your question, and you got dark with your answer. It was a joke, yeah. though. It was like a soft darkness. No. It was like a pleasant darkness. It was like a Gengar. He's got a chubby tummy. He's going to hug you. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the show before we all depress ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frequency is uh, a show about time travel. Ivan, you want to you wanna break down episodes one, two, and three? Because that's what we're covering today. Sure. Also, we're going to spoil shit. So, like... Watch Frequency on Netflix if if you care. Yeah, it's free. You can well if you have Netflix, it's free. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Frequency is a, a time travel show, and what happens is, uh, this woman who is a, is she a detective? Sure. She's some sort of cop. She's yeah. She's not an ordinary. She's a plainclothes cop. Yeah. She's not an, like an ordinary uniformed police officer. She's anyway. not a mall cop either. Uh, this woman who uh, works in the police force uh, starts messing around with her uh, long-dead father's ham radio in the garage, and she discovers that she can talk to him back in 1996, and she first contacts him the day before he is supposed to have died, tells him that he is going to die the next day, and also figures out that even though for all these years since he died, she thought he uh, had gotten involved with some illegal activity and gotten, like, killed by drug dealers or whatever, she learns that he was actually set up, and then she, like, warns him that he's going to die, and he takes action to prevent his own death and, like, changes the past, and then it, it fucks up the present predictably. All of her memories change and everything, and... She's like, oh, crap. Now now everything's messed up. What do I do? Then in episode two, figure out that because she saved her dad's life by telling him he was going to die and disrupting the past, it set off a chain of events that caused her mom to die. She was killed by a serial killer called the, the Nightingale Killer who kills nurses. And so... Because in the past, where her dad is, her mom has not died yet. She's trying to collaborate with her dad to catch the serial killer before he kills her mom so that they can re-fix the past again. They're investigating this guy who they suspect to be the, the serial killer. Raimi, the main character, is, like, waiting in the present to see if, like, 
her mom comes back to life and history changes and she's basically like using what changes and what doesn't as clues to see if they've actually caught the right guy or not and um her mom keeps not coming back to life so she's like crap we're we're not succeeding something's wrong here in episode three they continue the investigation of this potential serial killer potentially not a serial killer who uh may have killed the main character's mom and so in the past uh Raimi's dad is like investigating his house and like figured out that he like his mom was helping him hide evidence and uh a woman escaped from him and they like saved her Raimi meanwhile in the past or in the future because they never they hadn't caught him yet in the past is like tracking the same serial killer and she finds him in the future just as her dad finds him in the past. Raimi's dad is, uh, like, apprehends this uh, suspect in the past at the same time that uh, Raimi apprehends him in the future. And in the past, he commits suicide to, like, avoid jail time. But then in the future... Um, the the m murders have still happened so obviously they were on to the wrong guy and Raimi's mom is still dead they haven't uh, found a totally different serial killer yeah just they a just totally found a random one well we don't actually know <clears throat> if he was going to end up being a serial killer cuz he had committed a sexual assault and he had like abducted a woman but we don't actually know if he was going to kill her in the future he was like yeah i've killed people i don't remember their names though oh to be honest, they changed so much that I I, yeah. <laughs> I lose track of like which things affected which things in the future. Anyway, right. That's um that is frequency. Uh so far. So far. Uh, so episodes far. one, two, and three. Very good, very good. So and we've if watched that intro three. if that intro was a little bit confusing, I'm sorry, I was jumping between the past and the present. Just like Frequency did, and it yep. is equally as confusing. Yep. Let's talk about if it's working. Andy. Hey. Is it working? Meh. <laughs> is that a yes or a no? You've got to pick. It's a meh. I'm not asking if it's good. You just have to say if it's, like, functioning as a show. Meh. Noncommittal hand motion. <laughs> That's... That's very non-committal, Evan. Um, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna give it a tentative yeah. Um, I think it's well put together and everything. I, the story makes sense. Like the the acting's pretty good. You know, it, it has through lines. It makes sense. Everything's coming together. Um, I'm just not particularly interested in it. Is is my big complaint? But that might just be a personal thing uh ronnie yeah uh is frequency episodes one two and three is it, is it working for you yeah it is similar to what you're saying it's not super interesting to me and again just like with inhumans i can see the things they could change to make it more interesting for me um so it the concept is good and so far, I'm on board with it. And not just because since I was on board with the first three episodes of Inhumans, I literally can't say no to a show after that. 
That's not the reason. Um, but let's uh, let's get into some of the more uh, not so great bits of this show frequency. Andy, hey Ronnie, you're you're very non-committal. What's uh, what about this show isn't working for you? The the issue I have with it is a huge one, and it's that it rushed everything in the pilot. I think um, Raimi should not have talked to her dad on the um, ham radio until the very end of the first episode, and she should not have changed anything till episode two. That way we would have had like 41 minutes of getting to know Raimi's like life and world in the future or in the present, I guess, because right like where it stands right now, I just don't know or care about anything that changes. Like I didn't spend enough time with the fiance to know or care about him disappearing. I haven't spent enough time with the best friend where Raimi hasn't just been a total dick to him to care that she's not bullying him and it's spend enough time with the mom to know or care that she like disappeared um i just don't know or care about anyone because they rushed everything in the first 15 minutes of the first episode and then she started getting woogly with the timeline and now i like i don't i don't know what's happening so that's my big issue with it i think everything else is pretty solid but um, it's just, it's hard to keep track of what's changed and what hasn't because we spent no time with the present before stuff started hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, what did you find less than ideal about these three episodes? I am going to piggyback on Andy's point where, yes, we didn't spend much time with Raimi. We didn't learn much about that current timeline at all. Um, I don't think we're supposed to care because, and this is what bothers me, this is a show about Frank and 1996. This is not a show about Raimi in 2016, which is what, it just like, frustrates me because we do get a little sneak peek into Raimi's world. We get this moment where she is overwrought with just like confusion about having talked to her long dead father over a ham radio. And I'm thinking this is going to be a show where she's trying to do her job, but she's plagued by these like random calls from a disembodied voice that kind of help her along in the cases, but it becomes like a buddy cop through time scenario where it's just about helping Frank solve crimes, helping her dad solve crimes in the past, and she just is confused with the world and everyone thinks that she is out of her mind. Which I don't think is like that's not the way I want to spend time with this character. Um, it that that is that is the primary issue. Um, and and all of my issues stem from the fact that I think that you know the future that could be the the world that we could be you know distorting with with Raimi and just focusing on that is endlessly more interesting than 
whatever is going on in 1996 with like the issues between Raimi's mom and, and Frank and how like their relationship is strained. It's just like, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm not interested in it. Um, and the other thing is just something that I feel like is going to be an issue moving forward is that this show is going to fix focus on um, uh, people, criminals, uh, murderers who specifically focus their violence against women um, which is a tried trope and it always just makes me super uncomfortable when that is the when that's the, the, the core of the subject matter. So I'm not, not really looking forward to that part of it as we uh, as we continue through this. Seeing seeing the one of the victims down in a like trapdoor in the shed of the one serial killer was really, really disturbing. And I am again just not really not looking forward to that as we scale through the rest of this show. Evan. Yes, Ronnie. What about this show? Just didn't just didn't make it through your quality filter. Um, I actually agree with both of you. I I agree with Andy that um the first episode especially was quite rushed. They were trying to cram the entire m- movie that it was based on into the pilot, I guess. Uh and I also agree with you, Ronnie, that um <clears throat> That I was very much expecting this to be, like, mostly grounded in the present, like, the fixed present, and uh, Raimi more, like, consulting with her dad in the past to maybe, like, solve cold cases or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it was, I was expecting it to just be, like... Her getting to know her, like, the father she never knew by working on, like, cases in her real life together, like, through this ham radio. Mm -hmm. Um, And besides those problems, uh, I feel like this butterfly effect thing has been done. It's been way over, like, ever since Back to the Future, like messing with the past media is pretty much all the same. You mess with the past and something terrible happens in the future, no matter how innocuous messing with the past seemed, and then I like I'm just stressed watching it. Like every time something happens and something dramatic and terrible happens in Raimi's life, which inevitably it is dramatic and terrible because that's how they're building drama in the show. It just stresses me out. It's not fun to watch for me because I'm just like, oh, she she fucked up again. Now she's going to try and fix it, and then she's going to fuck it up again by fixing it, and then she's going to fuck up something else and try and fix that. So it's not really, like, a genre that I'm into, I guess, the, the butterfly effect messing with the past thing. And um, besides that, I have... A, some of the same problems with Raimi that I had with John Kennix in um, Almost Human. She doesn't respect people's rights at all. She beats the shit out of people. She's just, uh, when they, when she has caught a serial killer who turns out not to be the serial killer that she's looking for, uh, she tells his mom, like, yeah, he's not gonna get to go to trial. He's gonna have his his 
head blown off in a shootout. We're not um, going to take him in alive. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit, You're lady. fucking threatening to kill a guy who, I mean, he turns out to still be a murderer, but very pointedly, he turns out not to be the guy that she's looking for. He was innocent of all the crimes she thought he had done. Yeah, he, had he was not. He had done a shit ton of other crimes. He had done a shit ton of completely unrelated crimes, but, like, she totally had the wrong guy. And she mm-hmm. was threatening his mother that she was going to get a bunch of guys to kill him, quote unquote, by accident. And then she right. also beat the shit out of him. And then um, she was telling her dad in the past to, like, basically break into his house and, like, collect evidence and stuff, which it's not like that would never hold up. So I don't know if this is a trope of your typical buddy cop show. I don't watch a lot of them, but... Stop I mean, it. I think it's it's definitely a trope of, like, police procedurals of just, like, the good cop, bad cop, and one cop who's just, like... But they're all know, bad really... cops. <laughs> right. No. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> On this show. Like, all of them. It is, it is like, tried, and it is, like, we've gone through it. But what bothers me almost more in this show is that there are zero consequences of it for it. Because everything she, she does is for nothing. Because when she's ready to like administer ultimate, you know, execution, her her form of justice, poof, he's gone. Because the timeline's different now. Like the work, the what she, the this effort that she puts in, and also the consequences for her horrible actions don't come into play at all. They're never they're never dealt with because she's always going to like be a step behind what's happening in the past which i think is a fundamental flaw of the show of just like no matter what she does she like it's going to be the rug's going to be pulled out from underneath of her or she won't have like any consequences for her actions because she'll just be able to do whatever she wants because she knows it can get fixed in the past it's weird i, I the concept is so good it's so like it could be something so like deliberate and so you know I really wish it was ambiguous if it was like her dad on the other absolutely absolutely yeah I had actually envisioned like I might have been setting myself up for failure here by expecting some specific things from this show when I heard about the concept but I was envisioning that they would never even actually show her father on screen that it would just be his voice through the through the radio and maybe they would cut to like a silhouette of him or something well in that every first, now and then like in that first scene we we just like he's watching the baseball game and we just see like the bottom half of his face yeah and i'm like if this is going to be like a dr claw kind of thing like we we don't actually see this person we just constantly hear from him and he's like pulling the strings and it could be her dad or maybe it's like somebody maybe her dad under duress or something like that then it's like this is there's some meat to this and there's going to be like conflicts with people in the real world of like, you've got to stop listening to this. But no, it's just like they are able to evid like with evidence prove that it's, it's your dad and we're going to work together. Like, like friends do. Mm -hmm. I also feel like she sorted out her and you guys mentioned this, but because everything happened so quickly in the, in the pilot, she sorted out, all this conflict that she had and like this resentment that she had for her dad right in the first episode she found out that he 
was set up and he never did anything wrong and like they're pretty much hunky-dory after that and i think there could have been so much more to work with had they continued to have this relationship where he's insisting that he didn't do anything wrong and she doesn't know if she quite believes him but she wants to believe him because he's her dad she thinks and she misses her dad you know there it also feels like she didn't gain anything from saving her dad because he's still dead in her timeline he got in like a car accident or something yeah i guess they just did that because it would have been too awkward to have him like now in the present and then also talking to himself in the past or something yeah so in the timeline where she saved her dad he still died five years ago in a car accident he just didn't die 20 years ago in 1996. Yeah. I don't know. Weird weird choice to still have him dead. Because she's still all alone in the future with, like, not having won anything. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure that's something that's going to be, like, end of the season is, like, you know, they these two finally meet and they, like, understand that, you know she has been helping him this entire time and and now he's alive because of her and they get to have this moment where like they you know had the relationship they never could because of his job but like i just like i don't know that i'm interested enough to wait that long couldn't she have saved him from the car accident too like couldn't she be like hey in 2011 like don't drive a car at all on this date yeah like couldn't just she FYI, still... past dad. Don't right. don't drive a car. <laughs> like as long as she's fucking with the time stream. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's messing with everything anyway. Yeah, so. like couldn't she also still be like, hey, dad, like don't. The problem is, is don't that drive this a car. Sh- this show uses such like, I mean, which is not uncommon, but this show uses such like loose r- rules for what time travel means and what it can affect. Um, that like it would probably have to be like it would probably have to pass that date in time 20 years ago, Frank would before it would affect the current future, which is, which is like, like nothing when, when Frank does the things like when, the, when that person, the the murderer steps in front of that car, he should be not existing at all. Like it, it doesn't matter that like she like pulled him out of the basement, the murder basement before that happened 20 years ago in like the weird time stream. He should just not exist because that's not how time works. Time it's, 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 I mean, it's confusing and I'm glad that that is a good thing. And maybe we can get onto the good things. They don't spend a whole lot of time trying to find out what the laws of time travel are. Like some shows and movies do. Mm-hmm. They don't spend a lot of time talking about it. Um, I think Looper is a movie where they, try and decide like so wait how do you time travel and they straight up just say we're not going to do that if we spend any time talking about it we'll have like a cork board with red strings all over the place you just travel in time that's all you need to know and th- and this show kind of does that where it's just like you know it doesn't really ever establish rules but it doesn't ever actually discuss them so you just kind of go along for the ride mm-hmm. um yeah but. i i appreciate that too i think that really extraneous world building just weighs everything down if you need to understand how it works in order to be properly engaged with the show that's one thing but i i totally agree with you that you really don't need to know how 
this time travel communication works in this show so mm-hmm. that was a good good decision to just leave that bullshit science out yeah and let's uh let's let's hash out some other good decisions that this show made um evan yes ronnie what about this show is really working for you um i think all the acting is really solid uh i in spite of Raimi being kind of a bad person i don't i don't really dislike her i'm i'm interested enough in her and i think that's a credit to the actress because i could absolutely see myself completely zoning out just like oh she's an asshole oh great okay um like you said ronnie i also think that the concept is very interesting and they still have time to to do a lot with it potentially even though it didn't start off the way that i would have thought um i also like murder shows i know that you said you were very unsettled by that aspect of it but i kind of perked up a little bit when they were like aha this is this is a a serial killer procedural now we've decided a a cross time stream serial killer procedural um i i get i get real interested in serial killer procedurals so i'm totally fine with that i don't and let me let me just emphasize that i don't dislike like the serial killer and murder vibe like i loved castle um i like i like shows like that it's that the main perp that they're looking for specifically targets this kind of a woman Mm. and so everyone they every red herring they come across is also going to be somebody who specifically targets women and just seeing women in that kind of a like vulnerable spot like maybe it's balanced by the fact that Raimi is you know a a woman who who is going to be able to help them but it's just that the the core of it just unsettles me a little bit I gotcha yeah that isn't a specific squick for me. I totally understand what you're saying and why that would make you uncomfortable, but that that specifically doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I can I can get engaged with the the serial killer procedural part of the show. Uh, who's next? Who wants to go next? Andy. Yeah. What about this show? Was uh was the good side of the meh for you? Um, like the concept is really good. Uh, you know, time traveling ham radio thing is is a solid like MacGuffin to build a show around. I kind of maybe also wish the villain was time traveling. That'd be cool. Mm. Um, all the acting is solid. The dude who plays the dad is kind of hot, so there's that. Really? Yeah. Oh. He's in Birds of Prey. He played, quote, according <laughs> to IMDb, hot 18-year-old at party. I looked him up because he looks familiar, but I don't really recognize I, – I, I know the projects he's been in, but I don't really no, – nothing that I've really seen. I think I think he has a gross beard. I hate that weird little scraggly goatee that he has. But anyway, you do you. Um, what else? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean that's that's about all I got. Like it's 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 totally okay. If you really like cop shows and you you missed this one, maybe give it a shot. If you really kind of like dig time travel stuff and you missed this, maybe give it a shot. But if those like two things aren't right up your alley, it's probably probably didn't miss too much. And um like, I like time travel enough, and I, I guess I like cop shows enough that this is okay. But, yeah, that's, that's about it. High praise from Andy over here. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ronald? What's working for you? Um, Is there an echo in here? I really like the concept. <laughs> the concept's really interesting. I know I already said that. Yeah. But um, I think that early on... Um, the way that they are able to frame out what is going on, why it's happening. Like, even though I do agree they should have taken a little bit longer to get to off and running, I feel like they got off and running without, you know, smashing you over the head with too much exposition. I feel like the exposition was done pretty well. Like, it, it wasn't ham-fisted, I don't think. Um just through like the conversations with her mom and with Gordo and with her fiance. Like it just, it, it seemed fairly natural. Um, I like how it is basically um, a daddy daughter version of the lake house. Um, anyone else, anyone else big fan of the lake house? No, I've never seen that. It's a, it's a Sandra Bullock Keanu Reeves flick where they uh, communicate through time through a mailbox at a lake house um (laughs) i've i i a bunch of friends went to the movies with me and they all went to see the omen it was at that point in time and i didn't want to see that because i'm a scaredy pants so i sat and and a good christian and a good christian um but also way way more scaredy pants Um, and so instead of that, I sat in a movie theater with my friend's mom and watched the lake house because that was, that was what I decided to see instead. Um, Oh dear, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. What a precious, what a precious soul you are. uh, Precious, troubled, whatever, however you want to phrase it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's this one so far is a better version of the lake house. The lake houses. It, it clearly holds a special place in my memory but it's not not that great of a flick um i like gordo like i think gordo's really he just keeps getting shit on i like gordo too but the poor guy can't catch a goddamn break no it's it's a bad bad time yeah isn't he supposed to be like raimi's best friend from when they were kids and she's just a jerk to him all the time and is he is he married i he mentioned like having a kid i think it depends on the timeline yeah, but he's well, like that's an... he's like arranging her mom's funeral, and she's just being a dick. Yeah, which like again, like you can see that she's kind of doing that because she knows it'll have zero consequences when the timeline changes again. Like, I, I, I it's hard to be invested in any, in any of these characters in the future when we and Rainy both know that they're so dispensable that they're, that they're totally gone. Totally disposable. Yeah, yeah, disposable is the word that I meant. Um, yeah, it, it's just like that, and that's where it falls apart. Where every, where 
everything in the past is consistent, and it's that's those those are the protagonists of the story. Frank is the protagonist of the story. Raimi is just like a side sub supporting actor actress in this. I really this, like journey. Yeah, I I think I finally figured out, and you guys probably said this earlier, but my issue is that I thought it was going to be Raimi getting hints from like Ghost Dad in the Machine to solve mm-hmm. crimes, and instead it's past dad getting hints from future daughter to right, solve the right. actual important crime. And right. that's just not all that. No. That's that's not the, the show I wanted. Also, it's not true to the movie, and I care a lot about 2001's frequency. Did you actually see that movie? No. Okay. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> what? It betrayed the core concept. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you making um, another jab at those Star Wars bros? I might be. Okay. Assume half the things out of my mouth are a jab at this, toxic this, Star Wars fandom. This frequency TV series ruined my childhood. Let's <laughs> harass all the actresses on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, Peyton List, who plays Rainy. I think she's good. Like She's got a weird kind of role to be playing right now. Um, all the acting is strong. I think she's doing a pretty good job um she's also someone who's been in a bunch of stuff she was in the flash for a little bit um who was she in the flash she played golden glider oh nice yeah yeah she was cool. in smallville she was lucy lane uh let's not bring up smallville <laughs> <laughs> i noticed though that as i look through she's in a lot of things that seem like maybe they're a bunch of time travel stuff she's in a show called flash forward she's in a show called the tomorrow people she's in a show the flash itself deals with lots of time travel does she just love time travel i guess she she, might just love time travel. she might be a time traveler if i was a time traveler i'd dick around and do time travel tv shows oh my god that would be so much fun wouldn't it we figured it out, guys. We cracked the we cracked the frequency riddle. This is going to be so much fun knowing that she's a time traveler now. Now we have to watch every weird time travel show she's, she's ever in. been in and try to mm-hmm. figure out the clues that she's leaving through through our time through our timeline. She's, she's trying to warn in. us about Trump. We missed it. <laughs> Evidently. Well, good news because both. Flash Forward and the Tomorrow People have only one season, so oh we will, boy. we'll have some opportunities. We can have an entire series of our podcast about time travel shows that, uh, what's her name? Peyton? Peyton uh, List. Peyton List has been using to try to communicate with us across the ages. This Am I the only at- one who noticed the poster? Yes. The, no, you the, aren't. The, I did too. The dad's side is the two towers and her side is the freedom tower. That I did not. No, that you did. You were the okay. only one to recognize that. <laughs> that just seems like something they could have only done in 2016. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, mm, I don't know if that is distasteful or not. That It feels a little questionable to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean you know, you never want to forget. Is, is is all so um <laughs> we need tv shows clearly like, you both did though because i'm the only one who noticed <laughs> i noticed a poster next to her head like long after she realized her mom was dead that was like a missing person poster of her mom um, but like again with the time travel like 
within that same timeline, that poster would have been there when she was talking to her dad on the ham radio earlier. So she should have known before she did that her mom was dead. I mean, they're using literally every single like time travel trope, like changing mm-hmm. posters, using sports to figure out the date, like literally every single time travel trope. Like they're they're just grabbing it. That would have even been a fun like thing. Like carving something into wood so the person in the future yes. gets the mess. Like literally every single trope. It would have been a fun thing if, like, again, this we we are unsure as to whether or not this voice is her dad, and in in re- repayment for him giving her like clues about how to solve cases, he she just keeps feeding him like the scores of the World Series twenty years in advance, and that would have been like just like a fun like, oh yeah, the Braves beat the such and you know sports team in this round of the playoffs. What would have been really crazy. Is if the voice in the ham radio is only impersonating her dad. That would have been it's great. actually the serial killer. That would have been great. That would have been a fucking amazing twist. Mm-hmm. I have a prediction. I've, I wrote it down here. And it's going to it's 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 real going to be unpopular. I think Gordo might be the Nightingale killer. No, um, that's possible. Yeah, that's. It's, it's, yeah. I have a feeling that like that plays in somehow. I don't know. Maybe he's another time traveler too. Dun dun dun. Crazy. Yeah, he does seem to be just floating in and out, very unfazed. And he's he's very like audience surrogate, but like again, the audience knows way more than he does about this whole situation, so it doesn't even work there. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's a good show. I think it's still good at this point. It's still working for me. Yeah, like, it's it's certainly not a bad show. It's not right. like my favorite show, but it's certainly not bad. No, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm def I'm just tougher on dramas like, like than I am on like, you know, Inhumans apparently. Better better than Dresden Files, but not as good as The yeah. Riffer. Is where I would yeah. put it. Sure. I mean, sure. everything's better than Dresden Files. Not I mean, everything. And Humans wasn't better than Dresden Files. I, Selfie wasn't better than Dresden Files. I don't know about that. Whoa, we whoa, could, whoa, we could, whoa. I think Selfie was better than Dresden Files. I am sending you the biggest virtual high five on that one, Evan. Thank you, Ronnie. Okay, so better than Selfie, but not as good as The River? Yeah. Better than Almost Human? No. Okay. Well... Yet to be seen. Almost Human was actually, like, doing stuff with the, like, with its stick. I feel like they're not brave enough to explore the weirdness of this show's ideas. Sure. Like, I don't think yeah. Frequency is going to dive too hard into, like, what makes it unique than other cop procedurals, where Almost Human was, like, we we're different and like diving into that whether or not it hit all the time it definitely didn't yeah. but it was taking risks it talked about sex bots a lot so it really keyed it on that weirdness factor did it did talk about sex bots yeah alrighty well really every bot is a sex bot if you try hard enough well on that note <laughs> <laughs> um I have nowhere to go. I'm trying to think of, of the robots in my life. And 
and I, and in a, in a really really way that I think that the robots would would not be fond of. So my printer's giving me a weird look right now. <laughs> um, Consent is still important. Yes, yes. absolutely. Also, I, I want to stress that that wasn't a joke about consent to our listeners. Consent is very important. Yeah, that was Absolutely. not that was not sarcastic at no. all. Absolutely. So, as always, uh, please give us a review. Please follow us on Twitter. We're getting lots of Twitter followers. It's a lot of other podcasts that we should start shouting out some of the podcasts that follow us on Twitter. Oh yeah, let's um, do it. Why don't you do that right now? I've got my Twitter yeah. right here. We have podcast friends um slay podcast that you can follow them at lady Slaycast. it's an all lady dungeons and dragons actual play podcast yeah the truth is somewhere which is a conspiracies and mysteries podcast um they i haven't do checked some that really, out i'm gonna have to yeah it they they have been getting a lot of a lot of uh a lot of play and then the uh two people who do it are a couple that are very two-sided on every issue and they're they're arguing for their point and and it's it's really interesting um and uh our good good friends we really like musicals which surprise is a podcast that i enjoy um (laughs) how much do they talk about jesus christ superstar they did do an episode on jesus christ superstar they did it on the version that was on nbc though which was not their favorite oh yeah Um, that one was not gay enough no they really but still, downplayed but the gay still stuff. still kind of gay. Well, it's always going to be kind of gay, but they, yeah. they downplayed it quite a bit. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the NBC version. Um, but, but yeah, they, they, those, are, those are some good podcasts. You should check them out and uh, give them good reviews. But first, uh, stop on iTunes and give us a good review. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PendingPod. Follow us on Facebook at PendingPod. Uh, and send us those good, good emails, pendingpod at gmail.com. We love hearing from y'all. Real quick, who do you, before we leave, Yeah. who do you think the murderer is? We got Ronnie. You're saying Gordo? Are you I like, think it's Gordo. Are you putting all I'm your a, chips there? All of my chips are in the Gordo corner. Evan, who do you think the serial killer is? Uh, I think it's the bartender who gave her a free drink. Ooh, I that's said a good that. One. God damn it, babe. We got to stop watching the show together. Um, Evan <laughs> stole my bartender, so I'm going to say. I mean, like, I agreed there was something weird about him. Yeah, but I, I called that first. I dipsed it. Um, I'm going to take a shot in totally left field, just like from downtown. I'm going to say. That it is the partner. I knew you were gonna say that. I know. I got no one else. There's no. There's no other. No, but that's that's not actually a terrible theory. It is. He's definitely not. But it's not. It's certainly not the worst theory I've ever heard. Name one. Name one black serial killer. There's been none ever. It's always white dudes. Yeah. 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 But who's, I, I, who's, I'm gonna guess it's him because there's no who, one else. I know a lot of. Wait, I know a lot of serial wait, killers. Wait, no, I'm changing my vote. It was the fiance. He seems just too goofy to me. He seems to be a serial killer. He uh, he like got convinced because uh, he was in the hospital. the 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 mom nurse was doing like surgery on him. So yeah, he was in the hospital. His mo is he gets injured and he meets nurses and then he murders them. That's fair. That's that's, fair. that's my new theory. 
Okay. Well, looks like we'll have to put these maybe innocuously creepy characters head to head in next week's episode and of Frequency, of re- Ending Pending, where we talk about Frequency. And remember, always feed zero killers to your badgers in the closet. That could get messy. <laughs> <laughs>